Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister. I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling fantacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th. See club for details. Mr. Happy Living here, and I'm happy to be broadcasting from WYTV7 in the beautiful Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. I love entrepreneurs and authors and mindset coaches and people from every walk of life that have discovered their reason for being on this planet. And that's why I love Raquel Tolson. She's all of those things and a lot more, including being an attorney, a mediator, a pharmacist, a professor, a film director, film director, and a podcast host. The overriding theme of all her work is educating and counseling others. Her life's mission is to educate, encourage, and empower. Raquel, welcome to the Something Significant Show. Thank you for having me. And I, can I take you around with me so you can do the introduction for me? You made me sound so cool. <laughs> Very good. So just tell us what you're doing these days to leave your mark of significance on the world. You know, I love that you, um, the whole significance, because that's like huge. And when people think about what they do and how it affects people, I think, you know what, out of everything that you name, I think the most significant thing I've ever done was being a parent. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Being a good parent, not just a parent, being a good parent is huge in today's society because you can tell how people will parent. I'm not saying that it's, if a kid is bad, it's always a parent's fault, but a lot of times, it is. <laughs> a lot of times it is. So just doing that, my son is 26 now. I know I probably look like I'm just 26 too, but my son is 26. He's um, got his master's in education. He, and, and he has a um, degree in music. And he decided that he was going to be a teacher like my dad. My dad was a, um, well, a teacher. And my son was like, you know, I want to do that. And just, I feel like I was significant in bringing that, you know, and now he's going to affect so many young people's lives. If I don't do anything else, I have done a lot, okay? But Matt, I do things too. <laughs> so I have my books, all of my books, I write all of my books to encourage people to think about what they think about. I took, a, um, I have a okay. master's in counseling and one of the classes like really stuck with me, just being conscientious conscientious people and to be conscious you have to always be thinking about what you think about yeah that's what makes us conscientious yeah is and it doesn't say you have to think this you have to think that it's just think about what you're thinking about and why you're thinking about it yeah that yeah. is so deep to me and so all my books now even fiction non-fiction even the children's books I want the kids to start thinking about what they did. And when they're young, you kind of have to help them shift that. So mm -hmm. I, we have a bedtime prayer to help them to be grateful, just to have mm -hmm. an attitude of gratitude. And then we have one about affirmation. So we can help them help them how to think. 
you know? But after that, when you're adults, it's just like, okay, so why do you think that? Does that, you know, how does that serve you? Is it working for you? Good question. How does it serve you? Well, that's awesome that you're doing all that today. What what I want to know is take us back to a time in your life when you were working both as an attorney and a pharmacist. I've never met an attorney and a pharmacist doing that work together. So yeah, it was weird because in the pharmacy, we don't work. We were working 12 hour days, so we don't work, you know, back to back. We have off days. And then I worked for a small law firm that was okay with me coming in on my off days from the pharmacy. So I would work my 12 hour days as a pharmacist. And then the next day I was probably going in and doing eight to 10 hours as a lawyer. And I did that for a while, but then I realized that I didn't like being a lawyer. That The TV makes us feel like the lawyers are kind of in charge. Like the lawyers give the good advice and then the people like, yeah, let's do that. And everything is worked out fine. That's not how it works in real life. People, as a lawyer, you know, they come to you, you give them their advice, and they're like, okay, yeah, I hear that, but go get them. I want this, and, I want, and they're not reasonable. We were doing family law, which is probably mm-hmm. the worst one. Mm-hmm. And I would think because it was interesting, it was always a different story. But the people, the emotions that people mm-hmm. carry, and they just wanted to hurt each other. And I'm like, yeah. well, you were family. <laughs> you got children. You're going to continue to be family. Yeah. Why do we need to do that? And I was just like, you know what? I am nobody's bulldog. I'm not yeah. doing it. So I stopped doing was of being a lawyer because of that aspect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do quickly take us out 10 years and tell us how you plan to be impacting the world in 20, 2030 and beyond. It's almost hard to say. Well, in 2030, I hope to be doing inspirational movies and not just books. I want my books to be movies because more people watch movies than they do, they read books, you know? And so I wanna make sure I have some content out there on Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and all those other places people are watching all these movies. And like, I want movies like about the books. I want people to really think about why they do, why they move, but I want them to be entertained. I don't wanna preach and hit them over the head. That's why I love in the fiction, I can give you a story and you can follow the characters. And then it makes you think like, hmm, mm-hmm. am I like this character? Mm-hmm. And do I think, or why do, Why am I looking at this character side-eyed as I'm reading this book? You know, like, why don't I like this character? It's thoughts that you're having in your head and it's the same right. way you meet people. And it's like, why do we do that? You know, you're not even giving the person a chance. So yeah, that's why I see you 10 years from now. Also, I see myself really helping middle class and lower and middle class Christian families finally start living the abundant life. Um, with the book that I wrote, um, Why Church for Poor, it, money, the mindset about money is yeah. so messed up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. 100%. You know, we think that we're supposed to be poor to be close to God. No. Not the truth, not the truth. And then just so, just trying to get the Christian families to change their mindset about money and then to give them practical tools, you know, like, Hey, did you know that you can use life insurance to change your family? Mm -hmm. It's something that simple, you know? And so I, I hope to be doing more than 10 years. I want a lot of families calling me, Hey, we just hit a million dollars because we've been saving all of this money. And I'm like, yes. And you don't have to be a professional 
athlete to make a million dollars. Like, come on, we can do this. Well, that takes me into the to the next next segment here. Um, as I define significance, it's doing things you love in places you love with people you love and creating something of value for others. Um, so it's doing and it's giving. Mm -hmm. But to be a giver, you need excess capacity in your life, yes. including financial capacity. Yes. So the question is, what are your personal practices, physical, mental, spiritual, financial, emotional? What do you do to increase your capacity so you can take good care of yourself and still have more to give to others? Now, of course, while you were talking, of course, a plane went over it and was like crazy loud. But <laughs> so self-care, I take, you know, self-care. It, it's huge. And I start with my spiritual practice because that I'm spiritual being. I'm, that's what I am. Not a physical being. I'm a spiritual being. So that's the most important part. Is, and, and so it's the prayer meditation. Meditation is so key. And with the meditation comes breathing. You know, making sure I get the oxygen in and out of my lungs. You know, yeah, exercise does that. I know. But you know what else does that? Water. Drinking a lot of water. And just actually breathing, you know, not just letting my subconscious breathe for me. Because as we breathe without us even thinking about it. I have to consciously breathe so I can breathe, you know, right and not shallow. Um, the podcast I have, Blessed. That is my ministry, and but that gives me so much joy and just I meet, get to meet new people, nice people. Oh my gosh, it's I need to have it. I ha, I need to have it, and you know it's like, do I do a lot of them in advance? But then it's like, but then I have weeks where I'm not talking to people. It's like I don't know if I want to do it like that because I enjoy just the meeting of people. Um, so just I guess that's the relational part because yeah. God made us very relational we aren't meant to be alone and that doesn't just mean being married god did not create us to be alone and having partners with people in everything we do is just i mean it's just beneficial so it is good for me um and then the last thing is just staying creative being able to create whether it's writing whether i actually wrote lyrics to a, a couple of songs uh -huh. i mean but it's just the creative i said i was going to start painting but I um, decorated the house, watching HGTV and getting ideas. That creativity just like is bubbling up, just sitting there watching them do change things. It's like, okay, when my room can I do that with? You know, and it's, but it's something that it, it's self-care, you know, it's just like a massage or it's just like a, a bath, but it's, it's massaging my creativity because, you when know. You're doing physical things or mental things or, or, other things that lift your spirit. Yeah. It creates a new level of energy. Yeah. And it's like when you fall in love for the first time with somebody, you just can't, you're, you're, you're excited about everything. And so yes. create that engagement in your capacity building. It creates more energy instead of like, I, well, I'm doing all these things and I'm exhausted. No, I'm excited. So, right. Yes. Yes. And it's like, you know, because you have to, so when you talk about you can't give from an empty cup, but here's what people need to realize. And I want people to say, I want to say this. You don't give from your cup. You give from the overflow. You give from the saucer. Stop giving from your cup, people. <laughs> That's right if, on. If your cup has not overflowed into the saucer, you have nothing to give. And, and it's okay. Get your, do not give from your cup. Always 100%. give for your, from your saucer. And that's emotionally, 
that's spiritually and people that's financially. Exactly. <laughs> right on. I think we're going to have a good, good time here, Raquel. But let's take a commercial break because I want to tell everyone, everybody about three things. A super cool company called Third Rock Essentials. How they can get a 20% discount for life at Happy Living and how their February purchases will support a great big donation to WITV7. Mr. Happy Living here. I love good things made by good people. That's why I love Third Rock Essentials, a company founded by a surfer with a PhD that believes all personal care products should be so safe you can eat them. I drink an ounce of chelated silver oxide supplement every day to strengthen my immune system. Mm. Third Rock Essentials has all natural sun care, skin care, and silver supplement products I trust. Check them out at happyliving.com and select Partners in Happy. You'll save 20% off all purchases every time you buy using promo code HAPPYLIVING. Plus, for every order placed during the month of February, I'll donate 20% to WITV7. Okay, we're back. And this is the Something Significant Show. And I'm Matt Gersper. Hey, friends, join us in the natural movement towards USA-sourced, toxin-free personal care. Check out our all-natural all sunscreen, skin care, and silver products at happyliving.com. Select Friends of Happy and shop Third Rock Essentials. And now let's get back to my mindset shifting rock star, Raquel Tolson. She also owns Tolson Publishing. It's a Christian-based family business that publishes books that make you think about what you think about. This is one busy and inspiring woman. So Raquel, in my second book, Turning Inspiration into Action, I explore the idea that big transformations and discovery of purpose often come from devastation. A terrible illness, a family disaster, some big crisis shakes your life, but I've used a happier way and, and created transformations in my life with inspiration. So the question is, was there a specific moment or a shift of mindset when either devastation or inspiration revealed to you your purpose that you were meant to live? That was that's so that's such a good question. I think it was probably both. Um, the devastation happened in 2009 when I lost my mom. Um, she um, battled with pancreatic cancer, but once people they find they find out about pancreatic cancer too late. That's why most people don't survive it. Mm. Um, so. I think what her death did, it opened me up for a mindset shift. It didn't create the mindset shift, but it opened me up because mm. I had lost basically my anchor. Mm. And I realized that my anchor was no longer there. And I had to actually, I had to rethink some things. And so it was a process. It, did, it took a while, but it was a process, but I was open to it. Before I wasn't open to, I didn't need to be open to nothing because I had my mom and she did everything. Mm. <laughs> I didn't need to be open to anything else. Like we really, the way that we had our like, we always loved God and we believed God, but 
my mom was like, look, we got to get it. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. She was saving money. We was, I mean, she was all about doing everything. But after she went, because nobody else was doing it. So was I either going to do it or was I going to be like, maybe I should be like, let God do it. I, why I got to be God? My mama did that, but I don't have to do that. Right. So that was like the first part. But then in 2016, I live in Los Angeles and anybody out there. So seven years later. Yeah. I live in LA where the housing market is ridiculously high. Mm. I mean, to buy a condo, you're looking at a half a million dollars. Mm. And even as a pharmacist, I was like, yeah, that's just crazy. (laughs) Who could afford that? So I had in my head that I would never own a house in California. I just find nice apartments. Okay. So in 2016, Spirit, it's like, go get a house. Me? Hmm. You know I live in LA, right? <laughs> Should I be moving? Yeah, no, go buy it. Go look at a house. So I started looking at houses. I did the pre-approval. I was approved for um, 500, 500, about 500,000. Still not a whole lot of houses for real for that, right? But I was looking outside it, and then I talked to my landlord and she said, no, you need to get a duplex. She was mm-hmm. like, this is an opportune time. It's your first time buying a house. She said, you can use- Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th. See club for details. Use the FHA. You can only pay, you only have to put three and a half percent down and you can have the, you know, own a house and have a space for, you know, be a tent for tenants. And she's like, and then eventually your son, when he gets older, he can move into that one or, you know, whatever. So I was like, hmm. And I was like, well, the only one I found that I liked, because she's like, only look at those. It was 620. And I was like, that I can't do that. She was like, uh, aren't you a Christian? Don't the Bible say you can do all things through Christ? Don't it say he'll give you the desires of your heart? Do you do you desire that? And it was just like, not in church. Not, I mean, with my Nigerian landlord telling me that I needed to elevate my thoughts. And mm. then I had to exercise my faith because mm. I, I read, okay, I can think that I can do it, but now you got to exercise your faith right. to do it. So you got to leave that I couldn't, I had to stop buying stuff. Couldn't spend money because I had, and then I had to say, okay, well, this is how much I'm going to need for a down payment. Make it happen. And when I say make it happen, I'm not saying that I had to create the how, but it was like, you know, Spirit was saying, go ask this person. Go ask this person. Yep. Me ask people for help? Yeah. <gasps> I'm going to ask somebody to loan me or give me money for a down payment? Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah. People do it all the time. Do they? And so it was a whole mindset shift. So let me ask you, because I read something when I was doing research on you. From your mom's death in 2009 until this mind shift here, you had some really tough depression and even thoughts of suicide. Is that? Well, the thoughts of suicide actually came before that. What? The thoughts of suicide, not after my mom, because, you know, my son needed me. So he didn't have anybody else. So, But it was when my son was like a two-year-old. 
That was like long time ago when I had the thoughts of suicide, which is still though, it it's it's vital because that was a part of the purpose also, but I just didn't see it. But that's when I started writing books. Mm. When I had, cause I was, well, I used to write when I was a little kid, 10 years old, I was writing books. But that's when I was like, you know what? People are going through this depression. Let me share what I went through and how I got through it. So my very first book was just a little talk with Jesus. And that's when just me pouring out my heart to everybody and helping them, hopefully the way that I was helped. So that, but that still, and it's crazy. That really still didn't change my mindset or my purpose. You would think that that would have been the moment, but it wasn't. Uh, and I'm going to tell everybody. What the was moment, the moment? With the realtor? That was the moment? The realtor, it was the getting the house <laughs> in good. California was the moment when I said, you know what? Because God put it on my heart again, just yeah. like the other book. It's, you need to write a book to share it with people. And then it was like, hey, I write books to help people. Because <laughs> it was really about me. The first book was about me. That book was even just about me. And But then it's like, you help people. You can do this. Isn't it crazy that it took that long? That's funny. Well, no, it happens when it happens. And yeah. I was interviewing someone before on, on this show. And he said, you know, thousands of years ago, when... I, I describe inspirations as, you know, the universe talking to you or getting a lightning strike. You can feel something. And he said, when, when you felt that way 2000 years ago, that was a commandment from God. And you got up and you did what you heard. Yeah. And he says, you know, in today's world, we don't listen to that anymore. And so I wrote about it in a different way with turning inspiration into action. You're describing it, you know, in the way you are, the spiritual way that God told me to do this. And I think the important message is listen. When you yes. get those, when you get those feelings or those voices, listen. Yes. And Matt, action. and Matt, it's important that I, I want to make sure that your listeners don't think that I'm one of these people that think that God from outside of myself told me this. It was God inside. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's spirit. so personal. It's the spirit and it, and it is lives with, and it's always talking. That's why meditation is so important. Yeah. And now I understand. And now I can hear better. That's beautiful. So, so we've talked about capacity. It's important. We've talked about purpose and you discover, and I think you're always discovering, you know, it changes too sometimes in life, but when you find your purpose and you combine those two, the sky's the limit, right? Yes. Um, and I call that the magic, the happy formula, capacity plus purpose equals happy in my world. Mm -hmm. But the real magic of life comes from the fourth element of significance, doing work that creates value to others. So in the work you're doing, how does it feel when you help someone shift their mindset from one of despair and scarcity to one of joy and abundance? What kind of joy does that bring you? It's, it's probably the, it, it feels so good. And let me tell you, in, in, in just the smallest shift, when I can say something and somebody gets it and they say, you know what, that makes sense. Ooh, it's just like, yes, I feel like the angels are rejoicing. <laughs> it's like, that's how I feel. I, I feel like it's that big of a production when people finally get it. And I'm like, I can just imagine how God feels when we finally get it. He's like, 
They got it. And the angels are rejoicing in heaven. That's, I feel like it's a big party when people get, and when, when I learn something new, that yeah. it gives me a deeper appreciation or it open, enlightens me, I can feel that big celebration in heaven going on. It's just like, hallelujah. I've been, I've been thinking about this and like, you know, if, if somebody reads a book of mine and they, and they tell me later, wow, I mean, I had a, a person say, your book changed my mom's life. I've, wow. And it feels just so amazing. And I think I've been thinking about why and watching you today. And I think the reason it, like if I tell you, hey, Raquel, there's a, a great restaurant in, in LA that you can go to and you'll say, I went there, hey, Matt, the food was great. That doesn't bring me like incredible joy. But when, when I'm giving you my authentic self yes. and, and it adds value, then it's like, I mean, I'm glad you got value, but man, it was great for me. <laughs> and that's what I want people to understand. It just really feels good. Yes, it does. It, yeah. and, 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 it, and it goes and it makes you feel like you are here for a purpose yeah. and yeah. it makes you more appreciative of everything that you've been through, the bad, the ugly, all of it. You are appreciative because it's in this moment that I was able to bless somebody because of my words and my authenticness. You, know? and you, needed, you needed that whole journey. That whole journey yeah. is what created you, all the good, the bad, and the ugly. You needed all of it to get to where you are. So this is awesome, um, but we're running out of time here. So let's do a little lightning round. I love to read one of my favorite quotes and then have you respond so we can peer inside your brain, see how you think a little bit. And I know you're a financial expert. So from Grandpa George and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, he said to Charlie, there's plenty of money out there. They print more of it every day. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean to you? For me, it's just abundance. It's like, stop thinking that it's only a little bit to go around. And that's what we all think. Oh, if, if that person has a lot, then I need to go steal theirs because that's the only way I'm going to get it. Right. No, there's so much. There's just the earth is abundant. The earth is abundant. If you look at some people's yard, you have fruit and vegetables growing in. And some of it, like I have a fruit tree. I didn't plant that fruit tree. I was like, I didn't do that, but it's there. It's abundant. It's like even in the neighborhoods where you don't even see a lot of grass and a lot of trees, an apple tree could grow. You know, there's so much abundance in this earth. So I wholeheartedly love that because you don't have to take from nobody else and you don't have to feel less than nobody else. You can just go get your own. Yep. Beautiful. Okay. From Walt Whitman, re-examine all you've been told dismiss that which insults your soul. I think you know that one. Yes, I do. Yes, I, that's my favorite one. Because especially in the religious communities, we hold on tight to beliefs because that's what grandmama told us. That's what the preacher told us. But my thing is, if it does not make you feel good, if it does not move you to the, to the place you want to be, should you hold on to it? Because I will tell everybody out there that God's, God is good. That is really, it, you can exchange God and good. His purpose and the desire for all of us is good. We get to define that good. So if there is a belief that you, out of God's name, that is not creating good, let me tell you, it's probably one that you need to dismiss because God is only good. 
only good. So if there's a if there's a scripture that makes you feel less than, you might not need that scripture. Or maybe you can go to somebody like me or somebody else that's spiritual that can help you reshift how you think about that scripture. But all I can tell you is stop holding on to stuff that's not good for you. 100%. Okay, last one from Goth. Whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Begin it now. Oh, that's just me in a nutshell. <laughs> now, I will say, because I begin stuff, people are like, you just said you was going to do that and you did it. Oh, yeah. I'm, I got to be quick on it. My issue, and I'm going to have to worry, work on, not worry, work on, is to finish the thing. I got like four, three or four books that I started, <laughs> but I haven't, but I am that person. I'm like, I have to boldly go, even if it's, if it's not to do the thing, but to learn more about the thing that I, if, if something pops in my head, I need to know more about it. Uh, and I'd also say, if you start a bunch of things, and they're exciting for a while, and then one of them's not really giving you anything, and you're not feeling it, and that's that's part of the reason you're not finishing it. Maybe it's not the right thing for you. Maybe you weren't inspired by it. Maybe you just admired it or something like that, and fail fast, and put your time into the things that are jacking you up. You know what yes. I mean? I, you know, I love how you said fail fast, so you know, okay, that's not the thing for me. Hmm. And you know what? And as far as my books, though, what I've learned, though, when it's time, I'll go back to it. Mm. I get it out of my head because there's some things I just don't want to forget. And then it's just not that, it's not time. And when it's time, I can go back and reacquaint myself with the characters and the stuff. And I have finished books like that. My, my latest book, my Christmas book, I Need a Christmas Angel. I started that last November and I just finished it this year. But, oh my gosh, it was a good book. It's a good book. So it was something that I was meant to write, but not me. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, so take us home. Um, take a minute or two and share any parting remarks or comments you'd like to leave with our audience. Okay, so uh, we already talked about it, but one of the things that I would always, when, when I leave a building, I want people to always be thinking, what, are, what beliefs do I live by? Why do I? live by those who help me form those beliefs and are those beliefs moving me toward the abundant life that I so desire and so deserve and when you find that if you find that they're not then my question is why are you holding on to them mm -hmm. and you need help releasing them because especially religion that's a really hard thing to release yeah because we really feel like it's true but it mm, not everything we learned was the truth it That's wasn't right. there's religion and there's spirituality man-made and spirit-made right because I mean. yeah. god was around before the first person called themselves religious That's right. so yeah. how did they you know yeah but then those <laughs> people decided this is how religion looked so all those people before what you did was wrong you didn't interact with god yeah. Well, so yeah, that's how I would really love to leave everybody and then for them to go and check out my book to if they want to, you know, be entertained or 
if they well, I think all of them are entertaining. Even my nonfiction books are entertaining, I believe. Well, very good. Thank you, Raquel. Raquel, um, you've done so many different things, and your beautiful spirit just jumps right through the screen. I love how you're using all of it, your personal and professional experience and your beautiful spirit to help others to think about what they think about, to nurture their spirit and to help them relieve beliefs that no longer serve them so they can live life more abundantly. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing your gifts to lift others. Thank you. And now, folks, if you can hear my voice, and you were inspired by today's show with Raquel Tolson, please give what you can to WITV7. They're a 501c3 charity on a mission to educate, empower, and encourage. They do good works with your kindness. A great big thank you to WITV7 for hosting and promoting our show so we can keep reaching ordinary people that are ready to create their own extraordinary lives. A special thank you to our sponsors for the month of February, Third Rock Essentials and Happy Living. Remember, I'll donate 20% of every purchase for the entire month to WITV7. So tell all your friends too. Go to happyliving.com, select Friends of Happy, and shop Third Rock. And most especially, thank you, viewers and listeners. You'll find links to websites and social media and all things Raquel Tolson. Find her, friend her, buy her books, schedule a free money mindset coaching consultation, and attend a free Money 101 online workshop. What do you got to lose? Just give her a chance and she'll change your mind in a way that'll change your life. From me to you, dear friends, I love you and I want you to be happy. We do what we do on the Something Significant Show to inspire you to live your life to its fullest, to believe as I do that a better self is always possible today and every day for the rest of our lives. This is your time to be bold. You've been dreaming about it, so now get on with it, for it's there on your special path, the one to your dream, your unique and distinctive journey. That's where you'll discover the way to make your mark of significance on the world. Till next time, I'm Matt Gersper. You are awesome. And this is the Something Significant. Hi, my name is Joe, and I'm a home decor overspender. Hi, Joe. I made a breakthrough. I found HomeSense. It's unreal. So many brand name sofas. I bought one. Oh, wow, really? It's okay. The prices so low. Lighting unexpected. Rugs handcrafted. Wall art eclectic. I go back like every week. <gasps> no, it's always different. New unique decor. Same great savings. Every time you go. Field trip. HomeSense. Standout pieces. Outstanding prices.